Hey everyone, welcome to the 23rd episode of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatte. With me as always is Jalen Roberts. Here again. Chris Montalbano. What's up? And Madrid Devon. Yo! We have a jam-packed show for you guys this week. We'll be talking about Rocket League, Overwatch, Star Wars Battlefront, and Destiny 2. Yeah, things are looking a little dicey. I played extended like play sessions of Rocket League, both on Switch because it came out and on PS4 in preparation for it coming out, and then like just for like the features on PS4 because so Rocket League came out on Switch this week, right after the finals of the Rocket League Classic series RLCS, yeah, Rocket League Classic series. And so, to cap that off, Rocket League came out on the Switch. So, leading into that, I streamed a few hours of Rocket League on PS4 and just really got back into the groove of it, really got back into the, like, playing of that game. I'm addicted to that game again, and it's not good. Like, I have to stop myself at some point and play something that came out this year for Game of the Year because I'm so behind, like... I need to beat Zelda. I need to beat Mario. I need to beat Horizon, and I need to beat Nier. And and Persona. That's not, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to myself. Speed run through Persona. You need, right. I mean, literally, Persona's about to go back in my console. To be it's able to be all like, four it's right there games. on the cusp for me. I oh no! Know. It's like I feel like I could beat Persona since I have pretty much all the next week off school. Oh, oh lucky you. Like You got it then. I'll be out of the country without my PS4, so I'm gonna like, play. Like, wait off too, dog. You're yeah, right, I am. Week? So, yeah, yeah. Persona's about to be my shit. I know. Uh, the only thing, like, I haven't been playing it because it's it's such a good game that you get so immersed in it. Like, I feel like I'm legit this anonymous Japanese I high went, school student. I actually went to study and I felt my social... My, I felt my stats go up because I went to, and studied yesterday. I'm like, shit, it's raining outside. Let me go to the bar and study. study. I'm going to get a boost in guts and a boost in intelligence. Like, fuck. And then, hmm, let me see what my teacher's doing. Well, I wonder if I can get her on a date. <laughs> so, <laughs> Persona, it's gotten, Persona is weird in my life right now. Every time I hear the word Persona. You get excited. I hear the Beneath the Mask sound <laughs> like, anybody who hasn't heard Beneath the Mask off the Persona 5 soundtrack, go listen to that. Yeah. You're welcome. That is like... If anything, whoa. just watch the intro. Like Actually, you, just right. listen to the, the entire soundtrack of Persona. Just I mean, the entire soundtrack of Persona is stellar, but Beneath the Mask is one of my favorite video game songs for, like, years. I mean, it's the hit single. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hit single. <laughs> that well, shit, bye. Wake Up, Get Up is wake more up, of... Yeah, like, I mean... That was another good one. Right. The whole album yeah, that... kind of goes hard, but... I can, I can literally do anything in my day to, like, the soundtrack, and it would be a perfect fit every time. Well, Jeez. I can right. literally live my life to Beneath the Mask, because <laughs> I have four different versions of that song. I have the instrumental, I have the rain version, I have the um, rain instrumental, and then I have the regular version. So I have four versions of that song, on my phone alone. And so it's I... It's necessary, though. Yeah, I mean, at work, like, you just... You put all four... It, play them in succession, and it'll be 
an hour later before you know it and you've just like cooked up some shit increased your proficiency like <laughs> get, definitely get them see you feel like your skills about to level up exactly you yeah, gotta pull do. those espresso shots just right you gotta line up the french press I feel appropriately mm-hmm. I feel like works. being a barista and playing Persona 5 in tandem would be like it's a, I spent extra time helping this dude out because I'm like yeah I wanna get this coffee just fucking right <laughs> And none of your friends appreciate it. There's an article... <laughs> except for one. There's an article on Kotaku that's actually really interesting about <laughs> how Persona 5 is a very Japanese game. It touches on, like, Japanese politics, Japanese culture, like, all of these things that are very Japanese and very foreign to Americans. And it doesn't really explain any of them. But the one thing ex- Persona explains the crap out of is making coffee. Like, they explain the crap out of coffee. I mean, the world runs on coffee. Yeah, everywhere you go, coffee. I'm not going to say one of my vices isn't coffee. I'm not going to say coffee has saved lives. I mean, like... There's been times where the worst parts are coming up, but nope, I got my coffee. Got my coffee. Four shots of espresso in the beginning. What is that even called? Like, I know Black Eyes, two shots... So four shots in a coffee is two black eyes. <laughs> two black. The Watch Mike the Tyson. All right, cool. <laughs> I saw a Mike Tyson ugly Christmas sweater on Fat Kid. <laughs> yeah. <Ugly> Christmas. <laughs> I can't make that joke because my list is hard. <laughs> that like people just assume I'm making fun of myself. But I'm not. <laughs> like no, I'm making fun of Mike Tyson, but that's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that's so All right, so I've been playing Rocket League. Madrid, you're about to get back into Persona. Chris, what have you been getting into this week? Uh, well, I'm in between now just giving Madrid Rocket League today. So I've been playing. Ooh, wanted yeah. to get back into Rocket League. Oh, and man, now that he's that. playing it, and he's probably going to get addicted to it. And <laughs> Anton's addicted to it. Yeah, your excuses. I've been playing almost nonstop yeah. for the past three days. I know. I'm probably <laughs> going to get back on the like bandwagon and just Chris play is Rocket like, League. I'm drunk. I'm like, I'm getting drunk to play Rocket League. Like, what are you? <laughs> Fair enough. I was celebrating a new job. Whatever. But also, I made the uh, conscientious decision, because I always talk about Stardew Valley. I'm going to platinum Stardew Valley, and I'm like 45%, and and all the rest of them are just like, plant this certain kind of plant, catch this certain kind of fish, and all of it's just easy. So that's what I've been kind of working on. Cranking out them trophies. Oh, like, that's one of the things that's been interesting about getting back into Rocket League. I've been consistently getting trophies out of it, and it's like trophies for... Because I've already platinum that game, and now it's all DLC trophies, the DLC trophies are pretty much all just challenges. Right. And mm-hmm. so, like, earning trophies in that, like, when you make that dope-ass, like, goal and, like, the explosion and part of, like, that whole, like, moment is a trophy popping, <laughs> it's just it's a, so... It's a, it <sighs> it adds to the fulfillment. Yeah, that's experience. like a super dopamine rush in like, that moment. Yeah, dude. You feel like you've actually accomplished something. All right, so Jalen, what have you been getting into this week? I got back into Destiny for a little bit. Started oh, Nova bombing some hoes. Like, that Dustin game. Blink Nova bomb. Played my striker a little bit. Striker, just striker dunk. dunking. I, look, I've been <laughs> preaching striker PvP, and like if I'm playing my Titan, I am playing striker, and I'm kneeing people in the face. I just got my striker to level twenty. 
So So you've also been playing that. So well, I've been dunking on fucking everybody. I feel like LeBron in this bitch. Mm-hmm. I got the post like, rise. I will badge. say, like Warlock Voidwalker Warlock is my favorite class. Then Striker Titan is one or the other. Well, so I, I love Arc Strider. Madrid I love was trying to preach the striker. I was like, do you understand that pre Sunbreaker in Destiny 1, like Defender Titan with PvE, and then PvP was straight striker. Like, my build was built for PvP I started, in striker because I wouldn't use it in PvE. I, I wanted to, I wanted a little flavor back in D1, so I played Titan. It was just like, oh, let me dunk some. It's like, oh no, I'm surrounded. Dunk. <laughs> Yeah, Madrid didn't know dunk when you only had one dunk. Oh, no. Oh, it, God. No, see, the thing is, Defender, though, Slick, was dumb in Destiny 1 because of the double shotgun build you could do. It took um, it took Universal Remote, which was a primary shotgun, Party Crash, or a Matador, which was the meta shotgun, and I don't remember the armbands, but basically they made it so on shotgun kill you got an overshield. And you ran double shotgun. And you just ran slit shotgun. Ran slit shotgun. Ran slit shotgun. Ran slit shotgun. It was beautiful. Yeah. See, I'm I such a hunter. And disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, shotguns back in D1 was disgusting. It's like, oh, so you nerfed Blink to, comp- to accommodate shotguns. Okay, you didn't do anything to slide. <laughs> Same slide, does. slide shotguns. St- and it and still then. works today. <laughs> Don't. I mean, swords. I'm sorry. I, yeah, like, my swords. Heavy, my heaviest swords. And no, that's launchers. the thing. That's the yeah, yeah, PvP. see. That's the only. That's how they. That was the final nerf to shotguns. They made. They put it in the same slot as swords. Okay. I, that's how they nerfed it. I can fuck with that. Like when I started off D two, I was playing shotguns. But like once I finally unlocked my swords, like on a hunter, that shit's crazy. If you do, fucking uh, if you do night soccer with the with the invisible. Oh yeah, Bro, nobody's see, gonna see you just walk up. <laughs> see, no yeet, one expects yeet. expects to like directly vertical blink <laughs> with the sword. They're like, oh, I gotta wait. Nope. Yeah, that's just fucked me up too. Uh, like, anybody who's bold like, enough to run that, like, oh yeah, breaker Titan. Like, you have your super all the way up. You're like killing people with swords. You find a group, pop your super, rain down hell. From like just hey, flaming glory from above. If you're sure. clutch, oh, there's no. a night stalker with a bow. Oh no, the most Finish disgusting it. thing if you're running um <laughs> hungry lock with the consume, just oh, melee you. Oh I got my kill. Kill. Full health. 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 Oh my grenade's back. <laughs> True. It's mm. just it's a disgusting cycle, and they just keep running at you. They just keep running at you. Yep that that is one thing people like when you have a sword, people try and take you out like they have anything to deal with you at close right. range. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I got my grenade, grenade kill. Oh, look, I have devoured back. Any kill refills my health. Sword, full health. Sword, full health. Sword, full health. And I have my Nova bomb. Yeah. Yo, so you can dodge a Nova Bomb by getting, like, right up in somebody's shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just realized that last oh, night. Oh, no, that's why That's why, <laughs> That's why. why you always have to pull backwards when you fire. Nah, like, when you fire a Nova shooting. Bomb and you're in the end, you have to always lean backwards. Mm. Just gotta lean back. Yeah. Because, like, if somebody is, like, really coming for you with a sword, they can, like... You can just run like basically through the Nova Bomb, Nova Bomb, 
flash with the sword and be fine. Unless you have Skull of Dire Kama, which makes gives you dumb armor during Nova Bomb, making you nearly unkillable. <laughs> I don't have that. So. I have that. <laughs> Got it today. Oh, nice. Huh. And speaking of destiny, right. so the live stream was today for the new DLC coming out December 5th. Curse of Osiris. Oh, so they put a date on it. Yes. It's been a date. We had we got a date at Paris Games Week? Yeah. Okay. We've I mean, a- that probably just got... We've been... So we officially have a date for Curse of Osiris now. Yep, December 5th. Okay. About a little, a little less than a month. I feel like I missed the date on Paris Games Week. I feel like that got just buried. I mean, like, a lot happened. Right. I was excited for Curse of, Curse of Osiris and seeing that as part of that press conference. But then was, the Last of Us 2 trailer dropped. It's oh, like, yeah, what are you going to do after? That. What are you going to do <laughs> about you, that? There's yeah. so much information to process at once. It was like, like something's going to be trailer forgotten. was crazy. I mean, the amount of just raw content that came out of Paris Games Week, like, we, there's a reason we have a whole episode about it. And plus, like... Check that out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Check that out. Paris yeah. Cheese Week. Paris... Paris Pairs well with wine. <laughs> Just saying. When you're, when you're dining out with me, it's the finest steak in Brie. Greg <laughs> Universe. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Alright, so what all went down in the Destiny stream today? Because I was still at work when it happened. Alright, so they showed, first thing they showed was the cinematic. Okay. Which was cool. Osiris did stuff. Nice. And then, then we can get into the good part. So they went to the lighthouse, all right, which it, is the new social space. Like Brother Vance, who was there for all you D one players to get you through trials, is there as a vendor. Okay, base selling three hundred five gear. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that's not that. I mean, it's all a, vendor gear was going to be at least three hundred with the new expansion. That's what expansions. For, like, Madrid, who hasn't been in Destiny for... Wait, 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 wait. Just call me out. Wait. Destination <laughs> weapons. So you can forge weapons I can based forge on the weapons? different areas. It's ridiculous. Oh. So there are glyphs you can find throughout Mercury that will allow you to forge different weapons. So you can pick the type of weapon you want. Like so I can get a Mercury like super hand you, or you could just make all the destination weapons because they're all like really dope Mercury themed weapons. Right, I mean, Mercury okay. and Osiris themed weapons. Oh, like, the hand cannon that they showed looks. Uh, what, what's, what's good with the auto rifle? Because I've become they didn't show it. They didn't. They didn't show it. They didn't show it. They didn't show it. I realize I only like exotic pulse rifles, and by exotic yep. I mean vigilance wing. Vigilance wing, and I just I and actually that's an I mean, weapon. I spent bright dust to get the fucking the, or- the ornament for it. What ornament did you get? Book of the Dead. I mean, that's oh. the only one out for it. Yeah, there's only one ornament for that. Yeah. Okay. I Most thought, weapons only have one ornament. I thought I saw another one in the beginning, but I guess it was that one. And then we get into the good parts. Mm-hmm. So a Mercury exists in two. Mercury has a changing landscape. Every time they have a set, they have at different assets for each area, and it will randomly put them in order. It will randomly have them. So the endless forest will look different every time. That's cool. And then also, Mercury exists in two different time periods because we're dealing with the Vex. Wow. So then you have like a future, the distant future where the sun's burnt out and the only light is coming from the Vex. Oh, that's cool. That's. That's, that's kind of cool. That's, I want to see that. And the lighthouse is also in a new social space. 
Yeah, I mean, I've wanted to get to the lighthouse since D1. Like, <laughs> you could have played Trials with me, dog. We couldn't have gone flawless in Trials and you. With that attitude. We, yeah, uh, you be know what? realistic. With that attitude. Jalen's convinced, but until you get that trophy for completing one Trials game in D2. All right. I'm going to start playing Destiny again, so okay. When are we going to do it? I've been All right, let's to go. Get people on trials. Okay, fine, I'm back. For fucking weeks. I'm back. I'm okay. back. You're Next back? week. You want to do trials? Next week. Yeah, Next I'm down. Week? I'm Next down. week. I'm Next down. week. Right. Next week. Hold me to it. Hold Next me week. to it. Shaking on it right We're now. Next week. Next week. We okay, do we, trials. We got the cheesy controller. We're going to stream this like <laughs> you guys heard it here first. Uh, well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not first, but. <laughs> You heard it here close to first. Uh, we're going to be doing a Cheesy Controller podcast, Trials of the Nine run, uh, next week when Trials comes Ooh. back up. I'm definitely, I'm down. We just need to win one game to For get the, the We can do that. Hopefully it's not yeah, we're not like charges next week. Because if so, we can reschedule. <laughs> nah. I personally don't want to play I'm in that it. mode. Set the charges, charges? is kind of bullshit. Yeah, it it is well, bullshit. no, no. They did change a lot of... They did change some of the rules with the last update. And I don't... To make I don't them know go I, faster. I don't know if I like those rules. Cause I like, mean, they just reduce how many lives you get, really. Because we've been going oh, to seven. Great. I, I don't like that. Yeah. So the games are faster. Wait, for the charges, you only got like three to four. Like you only got one chance to do it. It's either you eliminate everybody or you no, set no, no, a charge no. See, for there's long a, there's an X amount. Where you no, got there's two an X lives. amount of revives that you can use. The thing about demolition is that no one ever used them because everyone goes on a murder spree. Yeah, you can if revive. If you can win by killing, why do that other shit? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. So but, that was always the fatal flaw of that shit to me. But also importantly for the new DLC, not only is there a Curse of Osiris Raid, they're adding raid layers. To so, the Leviathan. To, to Leviathan. No, just, just a raid layers is just a concept. <laughs> which is bringing more content to the Leviathan. Which means Bam. when the next, they even said when the next com expansion comes out, they're going to be adding more raid layers. Oh shit, the, the original raid was just They're just adding brother. stuff to the raid. <laughs> so, that will have a prestige. I'm not going to beat a dead horse and say we need to beat the raid while it's still the same now, but... We need to add that to the list of beating. I mean, that's also I've been, you know, I'm, I'm ready, I'm willing. I'm like, if I anybody mean, had come with all the Rocket League requests that I sent out, if anybody had come back with, let's run the raid in Destiny and had like, or like be like, we're three deep now, like we can get a full six together, I would have been down. But nobody, nobody has. Sent me an invite for Destiny 2. Nobody has texted me saying, hey, let's play some Destiny 2. Nobody has... I have sent out the text. I've sent out gifts. Rocking. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. True. Well, I couldn't play the league, so... At the time. Yeah, tonight. You're gonna, you're gonna play those Rocket Leagues. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna play feel it in your yeah. veins. And then we're gonna play it until... Yeah, you, got, you two are probably out. gonna play until... You can't play anymore. Okay. I'm just going to pull. I've dedicated myself for those two games tonight, and I'm going to fulfill my promise. And. So you just tell me when you say, hey, I'm over it. I got to go to bed and go to school in the morning. And I'll be like, <laughs> fair enough. But until then. See, that's we'll why I ain't saying nothing. I ain't pretend like I ain't got a math test in the morning. I ain't pretend like I ain't got responsibilities. <laughs> Obligations. What's that? That's an illusion, brother. Stay woke. 
All right, so I got like a double transition. I got a double segue set up for this for you guys. So Madrid, I heard earlier this week you played Overwatch. Yo, fuck Overwatch. They've been on some bullshit lately. When you die, you lose your ult. I mean, we've already known about that. That's fine. Yeah, if you the moment you press it, your ult charge is gone. Exactly. Which so, means Junkrat can cancel out of his and just lose his charge completely if he jumps. You know it's he trash. he die if he dies while using the rip tire, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is like, man. I mean, it I does always, not automatically explode. No, nope. I always just walk up on him and kill him anyway. So, Scone. I mean, protect your junk rat if you care. Right. That's but it's no, 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 no. Anybody like, with an ult. Don't be an idiot and be a junk rat and use your ult in the middle of the fucking field. I mean, God, if you're gonna, that's that, like, if you're gonna it's not right first there. rule, junk rat. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> you got the ult. junk rat handbook? Yeah, dude. I love me some junk rat. Man, fuck that guy. But he, he got me through season five. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. Season six, though. Always use your little detonator bomb to This fly. is crazy. We're in season seven now. I've played in sevens or six. So I'm definitely going to be in season seven of Overwatch. I have to at least do my placements because I feel like I failed myself as a person. You're going to get placed in fucking... I'll What's be... lower than bronze? Like, is there a copper? Wood. Is wood tier? <laughs> wood. You're gonna get placed in wood. dirt in dirt tier because holy shit! I how the fuck do you fuck. win six placement matches and get placed in silver when you were at least just gold, coming off of being plat? Yeah. I'm over this game. <laughs> you say that now. They're rude. They're rude with the competitive. That's ball. not cool. I'm hurt. You it can get demoted too, so don't hold. Don't like. You can get demoted now. You can get yeah. kicked. You can straight get kicked from your tier. Like you badge and all. Yeah, of you lose your badge. And I'm guessing your competitive points for obtaining that at some point too. <laughs> so yeah, fuck oh, your life. Man. Right? Wow, that hurts my soul. Wow. Right. Yeah, Overwatch coming for your fucking necks. <laughs> Speaking of games that should have been real good, what's with Battlefront? My transaction. <laughs> wow. Not as good as the segue I had, but that'll work. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's a... Ba- so Battlefront, for anybody who doesn't know, has been making headlines for the last two weeks about... The, well, sh- probably longer than the last two weeks about their microtransaction and their loot box system. <laughs> it is inherently pay-to-win, which we all have a problem with and we'll get more in-depth with... But there's also the problem of in early access for the people who got this game and are playing this game three, four, five days early of general release for the most dedicated hardcore players of this game. They're having the, they had the issue of it would require 40 hours of online multiplayer to unlock iconic characters. Main, so, namely, Darth Vader. And Luke Skywalker. Those were the two, like, main offenders. Like, if you're playing a Star <laughs> Wars game, I and mean, you have to play 40 hours of multiplayer to unlock Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Not variants of these characters. Not, like, Darth Vader with his helmet off. Not Luke Skywalker <laughs> in a ninja outfit. Just... Vanilla. Not even Tauntaun Skywalker. Tauntaun right. Skywalker? Not even when he was on Hoth. Can't, nope. N- none Fuck. of that. Regular, Just... I got a green lightsaber. See, to me, I feel like we played 40 hours of a game easily with no, like... 
I didn't play discretion. 40 hours of Battlefront 1, and I played more Battlefront 1 than everybody in this room put together. I'm oh, not talking about Battlefront. Minutes. I'm talking about a game that we enjoyed in general. I feel like yeah, people but also who how... are playing this game, who enjoyed this game, but, will no but doubt But no one's enjoying this game, though. Battlefront is not anybody's flagship shooter. Battlefront is a casual shooter that you complement whatever you're currently playing with. So that slot with I was playing Overwatch complementing it with a little bit of Battlefront here and there. Like Battlefront 2 would be Destiny 2 expansion with a little bit of Battlefront 2 sprinkled but that's here and for there. You. I feel like there are gonna be people out there who are diehard these battle or gonna be diehard battle yeah, but then, fans but then, who are not gonna have No, a they're gonna care because it's problem. paid to win. We haven't played forty <laughs> hours of Overwatch. Are and imagine sure? having to play yes. Imagine having to play 40 hours of Overwatch to unlock Reinhardt. I'd be fine with that. I don't really like Reinhardt. Okay, yeah. fine. 40 Junk hours Rat. to unlock Junkrat. Zenyatta. I mean, I've played hundreds of hours just to unlock the AR, which is one of the last assault rifles in Modern Warfare 2. Never had a problem with it. I okay, yeah, to but get that but gun, but, but also, get that but gun. if you got killed by that weapon, you know, it's because this was a person who spent more time in that game, not right. someone who stole their mother's credit card. That's the problem. <laughs> well, see, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about: Are you going to grind for that that forty hours for that character? Now that the fact that you can buy that character, that's a whole another story. So you're saying that you, it's like I'm okay with grinding so hard for a character that, like, it just to get the character, but the fact that you can buy the character is kind of cheap. On, um, well, Acti Activision, you were making a bunch of arguments that it wasn't EA's fault earlier. Right. Okay. So dice. part of the problem, part of the things. So this loot crate and microtransaction discussion, <laughs> I kind of feel bad that it's been going on on our podcast, but for like some of the daily podcasts I listen to, it's been going on every single day for about a month now. Like loot crates and microtransactions, they so things come in egregious waves in gaming. So horse armor in Oblivion was like an egregious example of how not to do DLC in games. And so they fixed that. They brought that back. DLC in games was like great for a while. And then season passes came up. Well, online passes became a thing. So you would have to, if you bought a game used, you would have to pay an additional fee that would sometimes take the price of the used game over the price of a new game to just play that game online. And that was to stop piracy and used games. And well. I mean, that technically didn't work. So, at all. <laughs> well, no, it worked because I bought... I've bought two online passes in my time of online passes being a thing. Bought the Bulletstorm online pass because... I don't know why I wanted to play Bulletstorm multiplayer. I really liked Bulletstorm, but I didn't buy the re-release. Which, if I find that on sale for under 20, I... Bulletstorm was a good game. Um, and I feel like I... I bought a online pass on Vita for something, but that came and went and was handled like egregious DLC came and went and was handled. Online passes came and went and were handled. Season passes, the last Battlefront, the problem was the season pass was only ten dollars cheaper than the game, so you would pay off. $60 for the game, and then $50 for the online pass. So $110 for the complete Star Wars Battlefront 1 reboot 
experience, you'd have to pay $110 in total, which is crazy. Like, to pay for your box price on a game to be $110, that's like two games. Right. I could literally just get two games. You can <laughs> two better games. Two full if you games. really go like bargain bin hunting, you can get like twenty games. Like, for real, for real. like yeah, but I can get two triple A games that are just better. I Flash mean, deals. You can yeah, honestly, right. you can clean up. Mm-hmm. What you could get right now for that price, like things like The Witcher Three, yep. and you could have a few weeks ago you could have gotten Horizon Zero Dawn. Witcher 3. Witcher plus 3. DLC. Yeah, plus, plus the DLC. DLC. FIFA was on sale. Plus, <laughs> what was the other game? Nier? I hadn't, no, it wasn't Nier. Nier hasn't been on sale in a while, or I would be playing Nier right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should be playing Nier anyway. You already have Nier. It, my disc, my PS4 has been on nonstop for over four years. My disc drive is literally dying. I understand that. It's leveling up. The yeah. only game that I have to play on disc no. is Nier. And it's it literally, I have spent 30 minutes trying to get Nier to work and failed. Mm. So. Such a good game. I am aware. I love platinum games. I love, like, the, I have this <laughs> constant hankering to play mm, a hankering. game with, like, hankering. witch time in it from Bayonetta, which Nier has. Yes, it I does. Have... Wait, which, what is witch time? Which chip is that? No, that's your dodge. No, 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 no. There is a witch oh, time. Yeah, no, there's yeah. a witch time chip. Yeah, yeah. There's what a witch time chip. A2. There's a specific chip. A2 is the only one who can get it right. No, 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 no. You can get it before. Ooh. Anyone oh, can get it. Well, 2B has it. Anyone can get it. Anyone could use the chip because it literally just carries your chip setup. But Okay. You can only I get have, it from one that. I can't remember box. what the name of the... It's literally... It's a... Uh, God. Not quick. Dodge. Whatever. No, it's like acceleration or some shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Okay, I'll keep but it's out there it. and it stops time for a certain period of time. Or like slows down time. I'm just right. going to keep retrieving chips from... Yeah. Chips are important. Yo, you once you get to the forest part, and you like that little like rolling head robot, you'll eventually start seeing him around the map. If you stop him, he becomes a shop, and you get the dopest ships. They're kind of expensive, but they're pretty. They're worth buying. Or you could just go. Or if you're over there, you can go into the castle, and right before. Okay, so right before the you fight A two and play through A. Right before you get to that point, if you jump down, you can find Muramasa, who will upgrade your weapons to level 4. Oh, I didn't know Foot that. Foot and Oh, hell no. It's the most expensive thing you'll do. It's oh, of, shit. But level 4 <laughs> weapons are, like, baller. Because they get dumb effects. It's great. I would imagine so. It's it's one of the reasons I why I say Nier Automata is one of the easiest AAA Platinums of my life. Because it costs less in-game currency to buy the Platinums in-game than it would be just to do the achievement... To upgrade all weapons to level four. Two shit. So back to Battlefront. They <laughs> they have been shrouded in controversy <laughs> because, and I mean they haven't walked back any of their pay to win, like any of the aspects. Of, no, they just took the most broken ones out. The other ones are still there as far as i can tell right yeah so like the upgrades to star cards through money upgrades to like actual like star cards are upgraded by literally having more star cards 
Right, and how do you get more star cards if your arcade has, has a, a has a freaking cooldown? I can't just spam arcade games all day. What? Yes. Yeah, that's like a mobile game. How dare you? How yourself. dare you not let me do what I want to do? Because I want your money. Right. That yeah, that's bad. And Jalen and I had an argument about this earlier. Jalen was trying to blame this on EA. Well, I thought it was EA because EA is known for this type of shenanigans. It's like someone with a known record literally owns the company that's doing the shenanigans. Right. Like, and I mean, I EA, EA. EA was voted the worst company in the world twice, <laughs> two years in a row. Two years in yeah, a row. Like, like beat out AT and T and Comcast. Yeah, they beat right. out Comcast like in like. Bull, well, the Comcast is like hey. the past couple of years. EA's kind of played it down a little bit. I want to say it was 2013, 2014, two years in a row. Like EA was the worst company in the world. Papa John's is up next. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who doesn't get that, read some Twitter and call call in, Go Google Colin Kaepernick. If and you don't know who that is, listen to this. You don't. So that so happens. You don't keep up with pop culture. Mm-hmm. So EA, in EA's defense, after being the worst company in the world, has walked back <laughs> a lot of those things that EA made people hate EA. They're back on their bullshit. Well, this time it's Dice, which is EA-owned studio, and EA publishes every Dice game I can think of for the last ten years. I don't know if there have been any dice games not published by EA, but literally, like, thinking all the way back to, like, Battlefront or Battlefield Bad Company 2 and Mirror's Edge, like, thinking all the way back then. But before we continue on, and this is the reason why I thought it was EA, I'm going to read their Reddit post real quick. The intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes, EA wrote. As for the costs, we select initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at average player per credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure the players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding, and of course, attainable via gameplay. That was the response to you have to grind 40 hours for Vader. I mean, EA's PR is not really equipped to deal with the decisions of DICE. And that's... But it also doesn't help that they... Right. I mean, they... They, they say something that's easy... That's... Ugh. I mean, it's very, like, dodgy and very... But it's not... The ball's not really in their court. <laughs> um, I was listening to Kind of Funny Games Daily over the course of, like, this whole Battlefront fiasco unfolding. And one of the things that was written into that show was a developer talking to them and some of the most aggressive microtransactions and some of the most aggressive, like, just, like, pay models are set up by developers because developers want... The business model for AAA games is not sustainable right now. We have gone a console generation and a half of games, full retail games costing $60. Despite inflation, despite all of these other factors, despite the fact that 
production quality on games is going through the roof. But like, I mean, making games is very extreme, insanely expensive. Right. Like and if they're selling nine million copies of a game at sixty dollars a piece, and like games that sell millions of copies are still considered failures <clears throat> at full price within the, like if a game sells under. 10 million in the first two weeks of release there are certain games that that doesn't even clear like, well, like the development cost for example grand theft auto 5 was 265 million it, total or total that's development and advertisement Right, and I mean Grand Theft Auto. True, that is one thing. No, no, no. That's my Rockstar can literally eat the cost of whatever they do. Yeah, but that's next... just an example of how expensive it it is to make a AAA game. Right, and, and I mean Grand Theft Auto is somewhat of the higher end of that scale, but like that is one of the like we can definitely cite Grand Theft Auto as they are more open and more public with how much these things cost because Grand Theft Auto is a game where you pay $60 up front and you have a dearth of content. And there yeah. are microtransactions in uh, in Grand Theft Auto. But, and I mean, people do... Especially now with the online mode. But online, that's all purely cosmetic. Right. So online, you can still play GTA online and experience the hundreds of hours of content they've pumped into that without ever spending a dime. The thing about Besides it, your initial $60 buy-in to play the entire story of Grand Theft Auto V, to have that single-player open-world sandbox, yeah. to have all of the tools they've built on top of that, plus GTA Online, plus all the additional DLC that they've added to the GTA Online, plus all these online heists, and all of which are apparently raid leveling complexity like you have six people that are actually carrying out this mission over the like throughout the entire city of Los, San Los Santos and like having like all of these things like all of these things like you pay that $60 price of admission and then you get hundreds of hours of content and then you have people who are still willing to pay for microtransactions on top of that because they just I if I were in that ecosystem i'd have no problem buying i'm not gonna pretend like i didn't spend obscene money money on league of legends but i think part of the reasons why this is also <coughs> so egregious is the fact that every other star wars game other than basically this that's been announced recently has been canceled right like it's another thing is the fact that like unless you, if you want a brand new star wars game this is what you get yeah. and i mean outside okay so if I were an average consumer right now and I just went out to buy the new Star Wars, I don't think, like, I probably am going to get this game. No, because you I've, pretty much will get this game. Because, A, it has, it solved my complaint of the first game, which is, no, they didn't have a campaign, and now the campaign is being written by writers that, like, one of them I used to listen to on a podcast and the other one has written other games that I have liked the story of. So this but then also you gotta note the fact that this is like the only Star Wars game. Well there's 
if you really want me to go EAPR speak on you... Okay, let me phrase. This is like the main AAA Star Wars game. Like, we're not getting anything like a coder or uh, anything else. Well, I mean, you're getting Galaxy of Heroes, which is constantly being expanded on. That's the EAPR speak you want to get. Oh, great. Galaxy I wanted a of cell Heroes great. I wanted not a cell... that bad. Great, I wanted a cell phone game. That's what I wanted. It's, like, it's not like I just really want a Coder 3 well, or I mean, anything remotely close to that. So part of this whole thing is within... Okay, this right here is some interesting shit. So EA, Respawn Entertainment... Their last two games, Titanfall and Titanfall 2, were published by EA, both of which I thoroughly enjoyed. Titanfall 1 had some technical issues and had some resolution problems that, like, were kind of glaring, and it didn't have a campaign, and it was one of the ga- one of the first games to really take the flack for not having a campaign this generation and being multiplayer-focused when Overwatch doesn't have a campaign and a few just a few years later was able to completely like succeed not only succeed but thrive on that business model um but so Respawn Entertainment the develop the developer former they were former staff of uh Infinity Ward yep so after the fallout over uh Modern Warfare 2 a lot of the leads from Infinity Wards formed a new studio called Respawn Entertainment. Their first game as a studio was Titanfall. Their second game as a studio was a Titanfall mobile game. Titanfall 2, great game. Like, I still stand by Titanfall 2. is probably one of the best casual shooters this generation. Like, it's not on the level of Overwatch or Destiny 2 where you or dedicate do. your life to it. Well... Doom was a single player. I'm talking about like multiplayer. Yeah, multi- I feel that. But the multiplayer suite of Titanfall 2 was not like almost everything. There were microtransactions if you really wanted them, but like they didn't push microtransactions. All content was free. Like they handled it the right way. It was really if you wanted certain cosmetic item like certain looks for certain titans you could spend money on it but outside of that like all almost all of their cosmetics all of their like random drops all of your crates like everything was free and so like respawn in my opinion is one of the great triple a developers of this generation they're somebody who made their name this generation they've really like made quality games this generation but they were just bought by ea and the interesting part about the reason they were bought by ea is we already knew they were working on a star wars title which apparently contributed to the closing of visceral because in less time the respawn star wars game is way better than the what the visceral game what the visceral studio star wars game was with way more time and way more money put into the project. In so in less of a time frame with less money, they made a better showing for their game than Visceral did with more time and more money. I respect that. My thing is just one of those like A, it's one of the few Star Wars games we we actually have modern. And then also it's twenty seventeen. 
Like, have you seen, like, we've say, we say this almost every podcast, but have you seen the games coming out? You can't do something this anti-consumer and expect to compete with all this. Well, I mean, the thing about that is Star Wars sells. So, I mean, yeah, yeah Star true. Wars. It's Star Bangkok. Wars. Nexon. It just sells. The name itself. Right. Yeah. The name Star Wars right. sells. That's so why. That's part of the reason. That's part of the reason why this is a big deal. If it had any other thing on it, it probably wouldn't have been such a right. Big this game would have just crashed and burned. Like, yeah, it would have just crashed and burned. But the fact that this is a Star Wars game just and honestly, we're deal with it, but. EA one of their policies that like I disagreed with for a long time, but they're sticking to it. And now that I understand the reason they're they're sticking to it, all of their games has to be developed on the Frostbite engine. And at first, that didn't really make sense. Frostbite Engine is for first-person shooters. Yeah, that's so part of the reason why Andromeda bur- crashed and burned. Right, so if you're putting out anything... But the reason Frostbite Engine is good is because instead of developing a helicopter, every studio taking development time out to build a helicopter in-engine, like, instead of that, they have all the assets from every single game in-engine working... For every single game that's been developed on from EA since the start of this generation, they have assets from literally every EA game at their disposal at all times. Which is why Battlefront 1 even looks so great. And Battlefront 2, like, even on a regular PS4, because, like, I can't even imagine what that game looks like on a pro. Like, that game was, like, movie-level production values of, like... These sounds are perfect. These visuals are perfect. These vistas are perfect. Like, everything is so, like, inherently Star Wars. And all of this work came from DICE toiling away at this game that was, like, somewhat light on content. All that effort drowned in terrible microtransaction practices. And that's DICE's (laughs) fault because, like I said earlier, developers are usually the ones they either want you to grind in their game to spend as much time as possible in their game... Or they want you spending as much money as possible in their game without publisher pressure, which is something like a lot of people have been assuming is that publisher pressure, like pub- publishers are just the bean counters. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Like publishers are easy blames, especially with stuff like SimCity turns out terrible. Then right after that, EA closes uh, Maxis. Maxis actually isn't closed. Not Maxis, the ones who made SimCity. Maxis also made SimCity. Okay. Maxis, that, they might have reopened it because I remember them closing speaking it. Speaking of Maxis and EA, segways. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Sims Four is actually coming to consoles, so Xbox on two days from when we're recording today, so November seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> I got it locked and loaded. Right, uh, it's coming out on console, which I mean, most people were hating on the Sims Four because when it first came out, you couldn't even have pools. There was like it was such what? a limited game. Yeah, right. you couldn't have pools. Which you couldn't kill off people in pools, which they kind of. I mean, I. And guess... then also, if you even you played the the played it properly, it was like the mid, the crown to your middle class house. Right. I mean, but they did do a lot of fixes. It's been out since 2014 on PC and 2015 on the Mac. So we've had a lot of promising on the Sims 4. On now it's coming to console, which I'm gonna. Like, pre-order probably <laughs> the second, because I do love me some Sims games. But, is there a yeah. Sims bundle? Like yeah, you can... A, so, a Sims right now... PlayStation? A Sims PlayStation bundle? <laughs> no. No. But it is coming out with two. Comes out with... It comes, comes in green. 
That it's stupid, stupid Jim Green. The plum blood? Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the fact I mean, that you know what that's called. What is it called? A plum bob? Yeah. A, a butt plug? A plum bob. It's <laughs> like, that made I, me think of the Rick and Marty thing, the... Plumbus? Plumbus? Yeah. You just gotta sprinkle some shit. I mean, I have played Sims since it came out for, like, PC, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. I played every single expansion for The Sims. But yeah, I mean, you can buy the regular version that comes out. It's just like forty nine ninety nine because it's been out for like three years now. Or you can buy the the new edition that comes out with the party two party DLCs, which is only ten dollars more. Which is and the pets and the pets. Or you can buy a separate game, which is the pets, which has always been kind of a separate thing. Unless you're playing on PC, console has always been like you're either playing The Sims Two or you're playing The Sims Two Pets. They kind of keep it separate. Because either people care about like just making their Sims, or they care about just making their pets, and this Sims kind of just a project. But yeah, that's also coming out, which I'm excited for. So thanks EA and Maxis, who's apparently still around. Because I thought he, I thought Maxis was gone for a while until I looked it up earlier, and they were like, "Yeah, Maxis made Sims 4. I was like, what the fuck? They're still here. Mm. So good, mm-hmm. good for a company not to be dead after EA <laughs> pot them out. <laughs> Rest in peace, everything else. Rest in peace. 99 Studios. So, getting back on Battlefront. Just because this is... This is... EA I mean, this is a lot. Yeah, like, Battlefront is a... This game is... On trial. Well, this oh. <laughs> yeah, Battlefront is putting the entire games industry in a weird spot because for the first time since Mortal Kombat twenty years ago, it might might even be more than that. Like for the first time since we had the whole Supreme Court controversy over the content in Mortal Kombat, it our <laughs> government. Agent, like the government is trying to get involved in the loot crate and micro- microtransaction culture that the games industry is leaning towards. So, the Mortal Kombat that game was rated M twenty four years ago. Twenty four years. Four years ago. So Damn. longer than I've been alive. Before wow. it was cool. Wow. Had issues More with content, and cool. so to privately mo- to privately handle the rating of games, we formed the ESRB in America. I don't know there's Peggy in other countries and like other rating, other private rating boards. So if you ever watch a trailer on the internet and hear Peggy eighteen at the beginning, you know that that is their, and older. their version of ESRB. Um, the ESRB, the Electronic Systems Rating Board, is a private entity that was formed to rate games, basically what developers, I don't know what they do now, but what developers did for a long time is they'd send in, like, basically their mixtape of the worst things (laughs) in the game, (laughs) and just be like, okay, so here's what rating we think we should get, here's the worst content in our game. Um, so like Grand Theft Auto would be like, okay, there's nudity, there's violence, there's drug Hookers. use, there's all of these things. 
here you go. Uh, we're expecting you to edit. Get an M. And they said back, yeah, you got an M. And that's how you get your rating from the ESRB. I'm not sure how it's done in modern day. I'm sure there are still it's a lot of things. something similar. Because there are things that slip through the cracks. Like that fully modeled vagina that was in Watch Dogs 2. Like there was somebody in their spare time... Fully modeled. <laughs> yeah, modeled like a vagina. Like if you, uh, there were female characters that if you like looked up their skirt, they had like a fully like 3D rendered vagina on them. It's Easter egg. And so like stuff like that still slips through the cracks, but there's stuff like. I see what you did there. Slip through the cracks. <laughs> so now for the first time. In the past 24 years. Well, not really. Like, the government tries to get involved with video games every once in a while. They almost did with Mass Effect 1 in the sex scene. They all lost their minds after that, especially after Hot Coffee with Grand Theft Auto. But, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It, it, it happens every once in a while. This is, like, the first dangerous one. Yeah. So... Like, we now, actually have time cause to be worried. Now loot boxes and microtransactions are being seen as gambling in other countries. In America, as stated by the ESRB... As of a few weeks ago, loot crates are not gambling because in their definition of gambling, there is no favorable outcome that can come. Like there is a chance that you have zero favorable outcome where the argument is you will always get something. Even if it's not exactly what you want, what you want out of a loot box, you will at least get something towards Like, it's not gambling if you spend $5 and all you get is Overwatch sprays. Right. <sighs> all those it just, and it hurts those just the voice, same. Those voice lines hurt in oh, Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Getting mm-hmm. Bastion voice lines really... Boop, boop, boop. Fuck you. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> So, the ESRB has taken its stance that microtransactions aren't, or that loot boxes aren't gambling, but now, like... Dublin. Dublin, and there are a few, China, and Belgium like... was investigating Overwatch, right. specifically. So, there are a lot of games, even ones that are doing... Heck, China made Overwatch drop their, uh, the actual odds for each item. Yeah, that's one of the laws <laughs> in China is if you are going to have loot boxes, you have to have the drop rates publicly visible. And so that's how we get a lot of the drop rates for games that are available both here and there is by looking at the numbers that have to be released legally for the Chinese government of the drop rates in these loot boxes. So now... We're in a position where a lot of American companies, such as Activision, EA, DICE, like the Overwatch team, like all of these companies are incorporating these things into their games. Some of them are not bad. Like Overwatch, everybody's example of how to do loot boxes correctly is Yeah, I would say it would be like League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm because that game is just baseline free. Right, true. It's like, you, you're not going to beat out those games where it's like, yeah, just download it and then spend money if you want. Like, Overwatch is still going to deal with the fact that it's a $60 game. $40. Well, a year and a half in. Right. Half of so us spent 120 in. just buying the game twice. I didn't. I spent $100 buying the game twice ha. total. 
That's a whole Not, set of loot boxes. Right, that whole twenty dollars <laughs> went right back into loot boxes. But okay, so I'm still not wrong. I'm just saying, like, and my and second that, copy came with ten loot boxes. So. And that's oh, the thing about it. it. Like, yeah, there it there is levels to this. Like, in like games like League of Legends or Heroes of the Storm, like, eh, whatever the game. Right, free. a lot of these things are bleeding over from the free to play and from the mobile market, where yeah. the price of entry is nothing, but then. You're paying for their, you're paying for basically everything on the back end. But now games are charging you on the uh, front end. sixty dollar price of admission, and then charging you on the back end. And like games like Overwatch and GTA, you don't really need any of those things. And like a lot of people are happy to spend their money, but then you get to examples like Battlefront. Battlefront, where hope you like cooldown reduction. I hope you like seeing the exact cards that were used to kill you so you can go and buy those cards. Well, you can't even buy those cards. That's buy. another problem. Oh, right. You, you can can't buy. buy the cards. You buy the loot boxes and a chance to get the cards. Right. So... Alright, that's fucked up. The fear of this is government regulation. <clears throat> if the government steps in and overrides the ESRB... It's going to be very ham-fisted and terrible. Right. It's going to be the worst way of handling it. What's like, a Nintendo? <laughs> right. This is going to be a bunch of people who aren't informed on games press, aren't informed on how games work, aren't informed on how games are Who developed. bluntly just don't care. This is just like another some crap they have to deal with. They're like, eh, screw it. Overregulation. Bunch We're of, Americans. Bunch of rich old guys. You know what they want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone not to have fun. <laughs> Honestly. So fun the police. danger is once they step in, if this is becoming an issue now. See, it wasn't an issue when it was just Overwatch. Overwatch has just had to release the drop rates, and then that uh, we were good. Slick. It's it started becoming an issue because with C it, because of. C CSGO, the CSGO boxes and the gambling sites based around that. <laughs> like, if you really want to take it back. I mean, we can... Gambling has been synonymous with gaming. Like, actually in places that gambling is like a great, like, an influential thing. Like, gambling is known as gaming. So, like, if you were in Vegas and you said, hey, I'm in the gaming industry, they're going to think you're talking about gambling. Oh, yep. crap. <laughs> Come on. So I mean, heck, you can bet on matches of Street Fighter now. You can bet for on, like dumb money. You can literally. I heard an argument on a podcast of like they tried to find the most like randomly offhanded examples of like things that like they didn't think you could gamble on, and you can basically gamble on anything. Yeah. And so the problem will now become, I have. I love, like, I don't particularly love it, but I have no problem throwing a few dollars here and there to Overwatch, buying, like, spending $20, $40. Look, you gotta get that May skin. Right, yeah, on Overwatch, and even this is after buying this game twice. I have no problem putting additional money into Overwatch, because Overwatch, I literally get content... Every time I log back into that game, as of late, there's a new map, new character, new something, new systems, new, like, all of these things added to this game absolutely for free that I don't even have to think about. I don't have to go download them. I don't have to download a free DLC pack from the store. Just going to be playing Overwatch in one day in Moria and Blizzard World are just going to be there. Right. 
I feel like the next time I log into Overwatch, there will be a new character. And map. Right. And I still haven't, like, the last... Joker Town. The last two maps I still haven't mastered. The last character I haven't... The last two characters I haven't mastered. Joker Town and Horizon, I did, like... I am not even, like, comfortable navigating around Horizon. I don't know jack shit about Junkertown. See, they're both just I haven't shit played shows. either of those maps. So, like, Overwatch is a game where the price of admission, I feel like any other game would have sold me a 40 to $60 de- uh, character pass to get the last four characters that we've gotten out of that game. I feel like any other game would sell me a 15 to $20 map pack for the maps that we've gotten so far in that game. But Overwatch gives us all of that. So, like, to support their business model, I am willing to buy loot boxes in Overwatch. In Battlefront, I have zero inclination, besides the fact that they literally have skewed all of the numbers in favor of you could spend a shitload of time or... or a medial amount of money to like for everything is not medial well they the price of admission or the price of admission is $60 then plus on top of that I feel like you can kind of work your way around the credit system like you there are ways to play that system to get exactly what you want out of it and I mean yeah like I believe another reason why, if I remember correctly, the one of the reasons why people were going at EA because EA called a bunch of the people complaining a bunch of armchair developers. So one of them armchair developers built a bot to just rack up coins and game the system. Like it's one of those like there's a reason why people thought it was EA because EA is not helping the situation. Right. At all. Like, EA is literally doing their hardest to make it look like it's exactly them. When it's most likely DICE. Like, honestly, they're the ones actually making the game. DICE is the one balancing the game. Like, EA is I not mean, going that, in and programming. Like, can EA afford it more if it is them? If they say it is them? Like, well, aren't they better to take the hit than DICE? Imagine... <laughs> Imagine being in Dice's shoes right now. If you don't make back the development costs on this game, let's say before you even get a chance to start on Battlefront Three, you're shuttered, because EA does have a track record of shuttering studios that are not profitable for them. So imagine if, as Dice, as somebody who's made this big budget game, you have to go to EA and say, "Hey, we made this game. We listened to a lot of fan feedback. We added a campaign." We did all of these things, added all these additional heroes, added all these additional eras. Like, there is literally a cinematic, it was in the beta and is in the full game, of like, hey, Battlefront 1 had 8 maps, this has 12 maps. It had this many planets, this has this many planets. And, like, all of these, like, are, like, significant jumps over what they had in the last game. Plus the addition of, like, a full campaign. So... Imagine having to go to EA, who is literally funding your game, and saying, hey... We literally just shut down a studio, like, less than a month ago. They've... Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, there's still a body on the floor. Right. So... But then another thing is, like, EA also made it so that you couldn't... Like, if you ordered it online, they took out the refund button. 
Right. If you bought it through EA's proprietary service origin on PC, like, there's no ability to get a refund. And that's the reason why people are, like, hamming on EA. Because, like, EA's not helping at all. Keep doing stuff. Right. So, any more points on uh, EA and this whole Battlefront situation before we wrap it up for the day? Don't buy it. Well, I'm gonna give buy it. it. I'm it gonna time. buy it. I'm going to buy absolutely zero loot boxes. I'm probably. Uh, You're not buying it at full price. Right. I'm not gonna. Well, I honestly might buy it. the original Battlefront because it came out around Star Wars time and Christmas time, same time frame as this. I had a bunch of gift cards. I had a bunch of. I did not spend any money out of pocket on that game, but technically, I bought that game at full retail price. And I'm not gonna. I they will see that I bought the game. They will see my trophy progression of playing the campaign, and they will see that I will not have any of the far-reaching multiplayer trophies, like things that are commonplace in multiplayer games, like hit level 25. I will not have that trophy, but I will have completed the campaign. I, th- I think and for me, I'm just gonna play Curse of Osiris when it comes out, and if I get a new game. I'll probably just get Wolfenstein. I mean, I can't argue with you with that, but I I enjoyed my time with Battlefront 1, and if I can, for no money out of my pocket, enjoy Battlefront 2, enjoy the campaign, I mean, I like Star Wars, like which is what is going to sell a lot of people on this game. It's. I mean, that's what's going to sell this game at all. Right, it is the new... Right, if it weren't Star Wars, this game would die on the grapevine. But it is Star right. Wars. It is the new Star Wars game. It is like the Star Wars game that is coming out ahead of the next main series Star Wars movie. So, I mean, like, that is what sold me on Battlefront 1. I went to see Episode 7 in theaters, and then right after Episode 7 came out of theaters, and they had the Battle of Jakku as the free DLC map, and it was like, well. I did just see this movie. I did just enjoy this movie. <laughs> I do enjoy the Star Wars universe. I They are offering me a piece of this Star Wars universe out of what is, like, fresh on my mind. Like, I have a digital copy of The Force Unleashed on PlayStation Network because I remember coming home that day, and this is after playing some Battlefront, or... After playing a bit of Battlefront, like, oh, you can just pre-order The Force Unleashed. Like, it is this rabbit hole of money and merchandising and all these things. I know, I just want a good Star Wars game that doesn't hate me. That's all I want. Let Respawn, like, I really hope Respawn, like... T- I, I don't, I don't have my hopes up, because every time I got my hopes up for a Star Wars game, either it gets canceled or it's this. It's like... Right. Star like, Wars thirteen thirteen got canceled. Visceral Star Wars project got canceled. The, whatever whatever uh, Star Wars game was supposed to be written by the Uncharted writers. That was Visceral's. Uh, yeah, uh, Amy Henning from the Uncharted team, after leaving Uncharted four, went to Visceral Games to work on the Visceral Star Wars project. Like, yeah, like unless <laughs> the only other Star Wars game that's what is it? This and. This Galaxy of Heroes and Knights of the Old Republic? No, uh, the Old Republic. Yeah. Uh, I t- 
totally blanked on the tour. No, the Old Republic. It's not a tour. It's something, but it's. Is the stars MMO technically still a smoter? Technically, yeah, a that is the Old Republic. That is that like they stopped supporting that too. Oh no, no, they support- no, that's still canon. That's, that's what still I'm saying. technically canon, right? That's okay. one of the few things. No, that's that- what I'm saying. Like, if you want a Star Wars game, you're either playing Battlefront or that. You're playing Battlefront. Galaxy of Heroes, which is, I mean, it is like you can really, really, really sink a lot of money in that game. But like playing Galaxy of Heroes casually on my iPad for a while was entertaining. <laughs> I had Mace Windu. That's cool. Had a pretty Shoulder decent Wookiee. It's entertaining. <laughs> right, it's entertaining. Like it's not Something designed do, for right? gamers like us. Right. It's designed for people who just want to check in on a mobile game, spend a few bucks here and there on it, and enjoy that. So there's an MMO, there's a first-person shooter, and then there's a mobile game. And those are our options right now. And none of which are particularly optimized for hardcore gamers. I actually listened to an interview on Nintendo Voice Chat earlier this week with the developer of Rogue Squadron um, Sector 5 or Sector 9. I'm blanking on all of this information, but there was a developer that is now working on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon streaming apps for all the major console developers that used to develop Star Wars games. And so Rogue Squadron, Rogue Leader, and they talked about one of the best Star Wars games that has ever been developed was never released, which was uh, Rogue... The, in the Star Wars Rogue series, the title the, the, that they developed for Wii that, like, only certain people have played probably will go down as, in history for the people who played it as one of the best Star Wars games ever created. And part of the reason that that never came to be is because of LucasArts. And so now that Lucas Games and Lucas Studios no longer a thing and that all of the Star Wars development is being handled by EA. Like I mean like that comes That's why I was confused. Like it's like was it Lucas Lucas or Disney Interactive? Cuz no, Disney it was, this is all pre-Disney. Pre-Disney, okay. Cuz it's like this is right we. after Disney bought This is we. When did Disney buy Star Wars? Disney bought Star Wars within the last 5 years. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Just in time for the new trilogy for for not just in time for the new but trilogy. Like, the new trilogy is a that. result of that. Yeah, it was 2012. The Wii came out when? Right. The Wii was like... 2000... 2005? Yeah, yeah, 2006. It's... The Wii was... 2006. Yes. Right. So this is 2006 to 2008, let's say. Long before 2012, when no, the Wii U came out in 2012. No, this is Wii. No, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'm saying like the Wii U came out the same year Disney bought Star Wars. Right. So you came out way too late. All right, and that's all we have time for this week. Remember, you can follow us all collectively on Twitter at Cheesy Controller without the last E. I'm at Anton Six with three X's. Madrid. Speedwagon X. Chris. Chef and Chris. Jalen? Squid Bishop, like always. Alright, remember to like, subscribe, and share on the multiple platforms we're available on. Um, 
tell anybody you know who's into gaming or pop culture news. No, just tell uh, anyone. Yeah, literally tell anybody. You never get know. your mother to listen to it. Right. We, get our uh, numbers up. She might like our voice. Heck, my mother listens to us. Ooh, that's dangerous. Hey, I that's didn't know that. Nah, she finds you hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this has been a No It's Good production, and until next time, keep it cheesy.